you could do that. I, I'm just, I'm thinking out loud yeah. that you could do, because again, you're very, ex, what's the word? Extemporaneous or whatever. What is that? Extemporaneous? That, that is a word. I don't know what it means. Okay. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Trying to be more no nonsense at this point. Have you ever thought, Josh, what it's like to be inside my head? It's a scary place. Continuing our tactical series, we're going to dig into. The, Josh, I insist. Oh, you insist? What do you we, insist? Wait, I want a drum roll. Oh, okay. The Daily Scrum. Oh. AKA the stand up. Oh. Let's okay. tactically talk about it. What do we like about it? What, what so, your... can we pause there? Yeah. We can pause. It was anywhere. originally called the Scrum. It it actually is the scrum. It is the scrum. The daily scrum. I don't know what the scrum guide. God, scrum gods of the universe, you are going to strike me yes. dead. I don't. You know, I don't know what the you know what what the official terminology in the scrum guide is. But right way back, like in the beginning, actually in the beginning, it was the and I used to play. I have a haka video that I used to play. Oh yeah. Yeah. In uh, one of the, one of the most noteworthy hakas of all time, the guys are sticking their tongues out at each at, at, at the. That's like uh, the all the all blacks. The all blacks. Yeah. Oh no. The yeah. It's the all blacks. The New yeah. Zealand all blacks, and they're doing the haka, and I used to do it in my scrum classes. You did the haka? No, I. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I squatted down. That would have been awesome. And flexed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, oh. Yeah, what have you done to me? Sorry. But uh, I would play it. At, you, you know, I don't know. What, it's the scrum. Yeah. So that scrum, you know, where you, the, I don't know much about um, rugby. Rugby, but My, yep. there's where the mass of humanity, mass mm -hmm. of humanity A and mass yeah. of humanity B right. meets together. They hunker down and, and the ref throws the ball in the middle yeah. of that. That's a scrum, right? And so the daily scrum was indicative intentionally. It was getting together, the huddle. Mm hmm. It gotcha. was, it okay. was a huddle. Okay. And that was the daily stand up or the daily huddle where you get together and you huddle. It was less status. It was more synchronization of the team, but the visualization was yeah. that. Yeah. Now I don't know what they're calling it, but that was the, I think the original language was the daily scrum. Okay. We Sounds get, good. We get together. So let's talk about the, the yeah. stand ups. Right. So what, go, why don't you talk about maybe good? Why don't we talk about like what, what we love to see? Okay. Daily stand-up. What I, my, when I know a stand-up is really, really working, the discussion after the stand-up, that, that's, that's how I know this team has it because they go around, like you said, it's not a status. It's like, Hey, here's an update. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I probably need help. And then teams break apart and there's another flurry of conversations that happen that's when i know the stand-up was effective because the right things got on the table the right people are attacking the issues and they're going to go make it happen it's funny I, I agree with you it's one of my it's 
it surprises me and doesn't sometimes that we're so insane. <laughs> but if I if you were to make me list my my number one or two, probably that's in my top two things mm-hmm. is to see is that offline activity, and you talk about it. And the team is is like they're they're committing to getting together right after the the yeah. the, the stand up the scrum and you see and it's not meetings for their own sake, right? It's yeah. not it's not like oh it, the it's, three, it's uh, not a meeting it's just a discussion it's a discussion around getting stuff done yeah in this sprint it's the it's the coolest thing when you, when it happens I remember at eye contact and what happens so organically. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, and people be doing things like looking at code. It wasn't mm-hmm. just, it wasn't just discussions. It would be, let me show you. The product owner would like go over and and they'd get a mini demo of some code, or a test owner developer would sit down and pair on something. Yep. Right? Yeah. We need to pair on this. We need to sync up on this, and then they would immediately like the stand up would inspire activity mm-hmm. and action. I love it when that. Yeah. Happens. That that. That is the moment in my life when I, aside from anything related with my family, in my work life, that is what gives me the greatest joy. Hearing that hum of activity after a stand-up. So if I'm going in and I'm brought in as a consultant or something like that, when I look at a stand-up, I don't even pay attention to the words that happen during the stand-up. What I want to see is, are there actions happening directly after? And is this an action-based group that identifies challenges and jumps? Yep. So... That that's the that's the first thing I look for. Some people call it, and I don't think it's the same thing. I've seen one team, or I've heard a, a trend seconds. There's this notion of second conversation. So mm. you, you go around and you have your if you're doing the questions, you you go around and everyone answers the three questions or something, and then someone can say, "Oh, and at the end, I'd like to talk about this." Yeah. Or I talk about that, like second offerings or a second pass or something. Right. They have different phrases for it. And that's not the same thing. It's more conversational based. Mm-hmm. What you and I are talking about is is there's this like sharp line of the stand-up is done. Right. And then we do action. And the stand-up inspired the action, mm-hmm. right? The synchronization. The other thing with the actions, I want to see if you agree, it's on the goal. So the sprint goal is what drives... The actions, not rare. Rarely do I see. I, nah, I sometimes see it. Like it's what task, like what's in my task list. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it's less about my task list and and checking the box, and it's more so around rallying around the yeah. goal. That makes me cry almost. Right. It's like <laughs> it's no, uh, no. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's the teamwork. It's the focus. It's right. the laser focus, and it's the intentional collaboration. So let's talk about the three questions. Okay. They are, what have I done? Since, what did I do yesterday? Since our last stand-up should have been yesterday. Yeah. What am I doing today? What I plan on doing today? And what is blocking me? Right. What's so those are the traditional three questions. The three questions. Now I do know in the Scrum Guide, I, I don't think they even reference them in the latest Scrum Guide. Right. They used to reference them. I think maybe I'm wrong there too, but I know they don't. I, as an agile coach, I would prescribe those to start, but I would not prescribe those for eternity see i'm gonna uh, so i would change okay i would change them to be goal-oriented okay I, I wrote a blog post a while back like quite a while back where i said i think i think create three questions 
So I'm sort of agreeing with you that having a having a facilitation template mm -hmm. at the beginning for a team Agreed. is Agreed. good. Yeah. Right? And that's what the three questions are. It's yep. just sort of a facilitation yep. method. So, but having them, but the problem with the three questions is they're individual based rather than team based. Mm -hmm. They're individual work based rather than goal based. What did I do yesterday? What do I plan on doing today? And what is standing in my way? Mm -hmm. And if you just reframe it, what did I contribute yesterday related to the sprint goal? What mm -hmm. do I plan on contributing today re related to the sprint goal? Do I see anything blocking our ability to attain the sprint goal? Right. That that subtle shift, I think, goes from me to to we. Yeah. And and from work to goal. Um, a common tool or approach that I use to ensure that that happens is that, and it may have been originally prescribed to do this, that we do this stand up in front of the board, which is why I like a physical board. Oh, and let's add that. Right. That's, or even vert, whatever. Yeah. So you're looking at the, everyone's right. looking at the right. board. And you must reference an item yep. on the board. Yep. And if you don't, then there should be a valid reason why. And you don't get attacked if you, but like, Hey, there's this thing that's not on the board that it came up and like, it's an urgent bug and I jumped on it. But is it related to, or right, not, right. Right. And so like, Hey, this is here. This is happening. This is going to affect the sprint. Let's oh. talk about that. See, that's the goal conversation yeah. I want. Right. Right. So that's... it's super helpful to have the board referenced again. This is why I like a physical board in addition to a virtual board in Jira or something like that. So that in that stand up, like you can grab the sticky and talk about it or point it or move it of like, Hey, I finished this and yep. I moved it to this column. So that's a, that's a trick that I use to ensure that the conversation centers on the goal of that sprint. So let's, let's talk about that. I was just, gosh, I was just doing it within the last two weeks. I forget, you know, it's an ask me anything or something. It's one of these things I do all the time. And someone was talking about the goal and I was describing sprinkles and she asked something like, you know, should it be on the board or whatever, even if there is a board Yeah. and, and they were like, oh, and it's this little thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, no, no. I said, I want you to put the sprinkle in big mm -hmm. font or, mm -hmm. you know, I, I like to me, if it's a physical board, it's like, it's like in broad letters, it's a big card or something that says, this is the sprint goal. Right. And we start the every daily scrum looking at the goal, reminding the team of the goal. If it's virtual, she's like, well, what do you do if it's virtual? I said, like, make it just as big. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's something, it is the meta, it is the meta view or the meta relevant factor for right. every member of the team for the sprint. So I'm wondering if you, I, I would say part of the daily standup should be talking about the goal, amplifying the goal, talking about things that are undermining the goal. Mm-hmm right? That are contrary, like the bug fix, the firefighting, things like that. Not that you don't do them, but if they're undermining the goal, make it visible, right? Right. The, your ability to attain, it's not free. Mm -hmm. We're doing this stuff. What do we do? Do we either say no or, or do we reduce, do we reshift the goal? Agreed. I can't believe we're so in sync on this. Really? Here. That's, that's kind of shocking. Yeah. Uh, one, one other very healthy practice that I see that is hard for new teams to do for a myriad of reasons, and we'll talk about them, is it needs to be they're talking to their teammates. 
And, yes. And this is one of those things that I'm famous for. Stepping back. Or or like hiding. Yeah. Like I I, I love to listen to a stand-up, especially when they're good. Yep. And if something's not going well, I'll like pop my head up and say something, but then I disappear. But because so many people for so long have operated in this like status report thing where like, hey, I've got to tell my boss this is what's happening. And oftentimes having been the boss, if I'm visible, people, their their, their eyes trend towards me and it's not them. It's just like breaking habits. So I disappear. I hide in a cube next to it or I sit in an office with a door open and force them to talk to each other. Or if they're talking to me, like don't talk to me and then I run away. Like I play that game where... I'm there. Somebody starts to talk to me. Then I like remind the team, this is for you guys. This isn't for me. So like, I'm going to go hide. I've um, hidden behind people. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll literally like hunch down in, right. in an on-site stand up. I'll, I'll hide behind people. I'll move around to get out of eye. If people are maintaining eye contact with me, mm-hmm. I'll avoid the eye contact. Even if I'm the scrum master. Right. So, or coach. So even if I have a vested interest in the team, the point I think we're both making, it's for the team. Yeah. It's it's absolutely. So the more activity, you can have team-to-team accountability, mm-hmm. team-to-team conversation. The other thing that makes me cry, right? So remember, right, we, we talked yeah, about that. Right. The, the second thing that makes me cry is when someone offers to help. Mm. Some, someone recognizes that someone needs help on the team. Mm-hmm. And in the stand-up, they're like, and even if they have a priority thing or they're halfway through or they're in the moment, uh, you know, they're having this creative epiphany in their coding, but they drop what they're doing and they offer to help. And it's a goal. It's all the, the goal is also driving this. Mm-hmm. And when they help and when someone says, ah, come on over, I need, I need help. Yeah. When you have that synchronization moment, that makes me tear, almost tear up as well. Right. It's sort of like. Now we're a team. Now mm-hmm. now we have each other's back. Right. Now we're being transparent. Now we're being honest. Now we're being real. Oh, that honesty. Yeah. yeah I that, just love a... it. I just love yeah. it. And it and what and I'm talk we're talking about this. It's rare, Metacaster. So this isn't this isn't that common. Mm-hmm. But when you get it, it's that maturity of the Um so the thing that we're talking about is there are just some historical habits that people are stuck with with previous ways that they've worked. So there's the, hey, my boss is here, somebody's here, my, my eyes are going to gravitate towards them, so I make sure they hear the thing. The the other challenge that people have is the trust to say, I'm stuck, yeah, or I don't know. And there are so many times where there's stand-ups that somebody keeps talking about that one card, and it's in progress, and it's been in progress for like a week and a half, and two things don't happen. One, somebody doesn't offer to help when they recognize that there's an issue or that person isn't willing to raise their hand and say, I need help. And those are like historical baggage things that people brought from previous teams or like it was bad to say I'm stuck to admit or it's not safe. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not. I mean, I think psychological safety is one of the inherent problems, right? From a variety of perspectives, right? Right. Leadership or the team themselves. And so, but, but is it safe to say that? Absolutely. Welcome to our diversity and inclusion minute. We're going to try and keep this fast, Bob. Okay. So for me, the one thing I'm doing, it's, it's a, it's a short-term, long-term thing is I asked my daughter to, to write a chapter. I'm writing a coaching, an agile coaching book. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And my daughter, Rihanna, and I asked her to write a chapter on uh, diversity and inclusion implications in coaching. Mm-hmm. So thinking about that as a coach. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, and I thought, and it was a missing, it's a missing topic mm-hmm. in coaching circles and things like that. Like bringing in diversity, bringing in inclusion, Having, inclusion yeah. bringing right. in like that, that empathy and that sort of connection. And so she just finished that chapter. It's chapter 15 targeted in the book. It's there. I feel really good about one inviting her to do it. And she, and I think she did a great job on it. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of a short term. We did that. You won't see it in publication till the fall. Right. Cool. All right. And so this will be now the third episode in a row where we continue to recenter on driving diversity and inclusion across the board, not just what Bob and I are doing. We need to use this platform to drive change across the board. So that's way more than what Bob and I are doing. We will, as Bob talked about, just continue to do our thing. But what we want to do is hear from you. How can we as a Medicrat, Medicrast, Medicast community, how can we drive change together? What are you doing? What are the things that you're doing in your community that can inspire our other listeners? So we want to hear and share those to drive change across the board. And we're excited to hear what you're doing out there. Yep. And like us, you know, we have good weeks. We have weeks where we're not making that much progress, but the point is we're trying. Yep. And we're taking action. So that's all we're looking for from the Medicast community is just share. There, There's nothing too big. There's nothing too small. There's nothing too slow or fast. But are we progressing as a community? So let us know. Absolutely. All right. Back to the episode. What else? I don't know. You wrote something down on a piece of paper like you had an idea. Well, no, one thing for me, I, I wanted to talk about planning. Maybe one of the, our next talks yeah. is, is... okay. Because I think the sprint plan affects the stand-up. So maybe the next thing we can talk about is planning. Mm-hmm. And, and where I went there is tasks. So if you didn't do physical sprint planning, you wouldn't know relative tasks. You and I have talked about oh, this before. Oh, the task stuff. Yeah, we should definitely do an episode on that. So next, maybe yeah. we could do that next. Because that's the. it's not a commitment, but you, you get this spatial relationship mm-hmm. between tasks. So you know, oh, I planned on having it done here and I'm late. If you don't do that, right. it's harder to know the flow. But what I was going to talk about is I, I I like this too. It almost it doesn't make me cry, but is we applaud progress. Mm-hmm. So I remembered eye contact. I could sit in my so I love attending stand-ups. I, yeah. Stand-ups are rich. And it's not just the work getting done, it's the culture. Right. Maturity of the teams. Yeah. I think you were saying that. I get more it's, I care less. Of, I mean, I care about the work getting done, visibility into how we're progressing, mm-hmm. but I care more about it's a cultural window into mm-hmm. the culture of the teams, the safety of the teams. But one thing, we had a ceremony where when a story was done, the product owner would sign off on it mm-hmm. and there'd be a little round of clapping, like golf clapping. Yeah. And and so I could hear it. We had open cube space, yeah. right? Open pods. And I could tell how we were doing. Oh, yeah. By the claps or yeah. the lack thereof, yeah. and it was the coolest freaking thing, mm-hmm. and it was and it was heartfelt. It wasn't an artificial little yeah, ceremony right, or yeah. something. It was this. It was it was sort of it was very positive. We're making progress, and you could tell by claps. Like the first day of the sprint, there was you know very few, yeah. right? You can tell like if there was no clapping for a two week sprint, and then all the clapping was at the end. Yeah, that gave you a hint. Yeah. But if you had like moderately distributed, equally. Distributed, Yep. clapping right you get a sense of oh my god how yeah i'm like oh 
we're we're doing well independent of what we're getting done you could sort of get the applause yeah. or this or the appreciation so i i like the notion of celebrating work being done what do you think we ended up doing the same thing we actually didn't move things to done in the stand up when it was done the sticky move like somebody ceremoniously walked up like when the po's like check we're good they would move it they would get up and they would move it and then the clapping would happen oh that's kind of so not in the so we would wait for the stand up yeah. to be like a place to do that but yours yeah. was in real time yeah oh i like that too yeah. yeah and again it was the same thing and there were those stories where like you could tell like holy crap that was a beast because the clapping was like furious it was like exactly. yes we did it exactly yeah and so that that but that only happens when the team is able to remain centered on the goal. And that happens through leadership, through hard work, effort, and dedication by the scrum master, the product owner, and the team to keep them really grounded, really focused on what that goal is, which is why having that goal smack you in the face is yeah. so important. Complaining about the stand-up goes down in my so I've always felt like people negotiate the stand up when they don't, when they're not a good team. I think that's true of any ceremony. Yeah. When but when but, the, but the stand up happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yeah. It's short, but it happens. People perceive it to be a burden. Right? Yeah. And so these active, you know, you're not complaining about it. The other thing is people show up, I think, on time. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that notion that, you know, there's the notion that you're not, I'm doing it for the team. Mm-hmm. So I'm there. So I've seen people like if I'm going to be late, they'll actually have a protocol where they'll phone in. Yeah. Like any, if they have something to say, they'll phone it in yep. or or slack it in or whatever. Yep. But yep. they don't miss it. I mean, they could be having a baby. I'm just I'm exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, right. But yep. they're they're having a baby and they take two seconds out to slack it or make sure they have coverage for the stand up yep. because they have this inherent high bandwidth commitment to their team mm -hmm. they're not doing it for me as a leader they're doing it for the team so i think we're describing like what great looks like or what good looks right. like i think there's this accountability to being there on time accountability to if you can't be to show up nonetheless mm -hmm. and so, or have a, an accountability partner or something what else i think we've covered the major excellence points um let's see I think the thing that you will notice is that in a healthy standup, you don't have to wait for people to talk ah. in like unhealthy teams. The standup starts and like everybody stares at each other. Wait. And like, usually the same person's like, all right, well I'll go first again. Yeah. Right. And that's that. That's one of those situations where, it's not about the team. It's a not about sharing. Hey, we're in this unified goal. It's about, oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, say what's happening. I gotta share, right? Like that's, those are indicators of, hey, there's some team health challenges yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. As you're talking, you mentioned goal again. I really think having, and, and again, I think recently I was talking to someone and they like the the goal on the board and mm -hmm. they so they weren't goal centric right it's like they were work centric as mm -hmm. opposed to being goal so they were individual and i think this is a common pattern today in agile teams is they're task oriented and they're keeping everyone busy oriented mm -hmm. and they're not goal centric and team centric 
And so I think the goal centricity and the team centricity, if you really put that up as a, as a, as a light, that's a way of driving these behaviors. I think that goaling, if you're not super, let's call it super goaling uh, or laser focused on goals, I actually think it's not just a goal. It's not just the results. I think it changes and affects the behavior of the team. Mm -hmm. So I just want to amplify Yeah, because it's about work. It's not about achieving an outcome. Yeah. People aren't unified on there's this thing that we're trying to make happen together. We're all rowing together in the same direction to achieve this thing. Yes, there's a bunch of tasks that are required to get us there, but let's remain focused on that destination on what that finish line looks like. Well, in a sports teams. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to, I'm yeah. trying to resonate with you, John, yeah. but I'm coming back to, I think in football, it's what, what's the goal win mm-hmm. and be a team. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's individual practice and there's individual tasks, but right. at the end of the day, it's, win as a team right because there's this realization that we don't win into you know the defense the tight ends don't win mm-hmm. oh if, well i mean if the line doesn't know, if do you their job this if, one guy that was really good back in the night but that's true there was yeah. this one but yeah. he's he's just an exception <laughs> but but that analogy i think is right on right? yeah it's a, go ahead. the the other thing that i find a ton of value in is that if the the sprint goal is the title there's a subtitle that I like to add, which, which are the retrospective actions. And I find that those are good to keep front and center, Yep. just like the sprint goal. And it's really healthy for the scrum master or somebody to like ask a question at the end of the stand, like, Hey, we have this oh, I love that. retro goal of yep. we are going to get better at blah, blah, blah. Are we doing that? Are we on pace? Are we going to make it? Do we need to punt or do, like, have we checked it off and we need to go to the next one? And having that be a part of the standup, again, to just rally around the things well, that we're trying to do. it's continuous improvement. It's right. the customer goal, and it's the continuous improvement right. goal. Call it that. Do you know that the latest Scrum Guide, you probably know this, they're actually, I don't know when they started it, but they're referencing that you have to carry, there's almost like a law in the Scrum Guide that you have to carry at least one thing from the retro to the sprint uh, hmm. backlog. Okay. Uh, and they're giving space for that. That's and I, good. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Didn't use, it used to be the way I coached. Yeah. But now it's like in the rules of the scrum guide is this heavy guidance of like carry something. You have a responsibility to carry at least one thing forward and, and by definition, get it done. It's in the sprint backlog. I think we nailed this. What do you think? I feel like we did. Right. Well, we only have like let's keep to this fifteen minutes, man. Let's not keep talking. This, this. <laughs> I think we're past fifteen minutes. Yeah, let's, let's take a peek. Yeah, we 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 are we are past fifteen minutes. Oh, did we? Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. we tried. Yeah. All right. So then we went right into like follow up activity. Mm-hmm. But our goal, our yeah. goal was to to cover it. I think we nailed it. Next time, can we do the planning? Right, connect the dots. Yeah, and I think we have some potentially provocative discussions around tasks. I think we're on opposite ends of the spectrum there. I, so uh, I'm just usually on the right hands of, of history, right? So I'll be on the right side. Sure. And okay. you'll be on the wrong side. No, I'll so. be on the left side. Wrong side. <laughs> so from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina, I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake. And big. Take care, y'all.